Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used. We're just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm Chris Amsler, and I'm here today with Edward Sturm and Ram Barouet from World of Ether. Welcome, guys. Thank you. World of Ether is a decentralized collectible dueling game. Can you tell us more about that? Sure. Um, Well, essentially, uh, I don't know if you guys in the past have uh, played games such as Pokemon where you collect monsters. Um, We wanted to bring that to the Ethereum blockchain and and add decentralization to it and kind of have the same elements of collecting monsters as well as dueling them with other players and uh, being able to buy and sell those monsters to other players, kind of create a market for them. Collecting monsters and selling them, um, what, what's involved in selling them? Tell us about the transaction with that. Sure. Okay. So uh, to, get, to gain a monster, uh, you either purchase a monster from our marketplace or you uh, purchase a monster from other players on our marketplace. So you, you purchase an egg. Uh, the egg can hatch and become anything from uh, like a common monster or a legendary, which is a very rare monster. They come in different rarities, uh, and they also come in different uh, types. So there's sun types, there is uh, life types, there's ocean types, depth types, and astral types. Um, and once you hatch the monster, you can breed them with another monster and create children. And uh, at any time, you can sell those monsters on our marketplace and list them, and other players can buy them with Ethereum. Okay. And the ultimate goal here is to, to duel your monsters, correct? Right. So dueling allows you to uh, increase your level. Uh, if When you win fights, you receive experience points, which increase your level. And the higher level you are, uh, the higher probabilities of hatching rarer monsters. So basically, it's like your breeding level. So the incentive is that uh, players uh, would get more powerful monsters to win battles more often, which would increase their probability of, of gaining rare monsters. Okay. With the, Earlier, you mentioned the decentralizing aspect of it. What's the advantage of that? What's kind of the major difference between um, you know, something like Pokemon and you know, World of Ether with the decentralization? Sure. Um, I'd like to bring a comparison kind of to other, uh, you know, massively multiplayer online games and and, uh, and, and show us where we kind of came to the decision to create this game. Uh, most of these games uh, that are played online are, are kind of, they're centralized. Uh, obviously, they're built by a particular company and the game lives on that company's servers uh, for the most part. Uh, and that company has full control over how often uh, items appear in the game, such as World of Warcraft, like 
you know, they control drop rates, they control the actual individual percentages of what's rare, what isn't rare. Um, and they, the game creators also have the ability to generate items at will. Um, so one of the predecessors, uh, I mean, one of the early uh, blockchain games, which came out a few months ago, uh, CryptoKitties, uh, as an example, uh, they, uh, you know, while they let people collect uh, kittens, they basically still have full control over releasing kittens at any moment and can stop releasing them and they kind of have control over the full market. We wanted to create a game in which uh, only the players can create new monsters and, and maintain the value of those monsters. Uh, we didn't want uh, ourselves as creators to have control and be able to flood the market with monsters or uh, dictate the price of these monsters. So the only way to do it was to create decentralized contracts that would uh, allow the players to have full control over uh, actually producing and breeding monsters. And that was kind of uh, the lane we, we chose. Um, so, so that organic part actually creates a real world. It's not a, a world, as you mentioned earlier, dictated by, you know, whatever company it is. Is that what you're aiming for? Yeah. Um, you know, aside from the names and descriptions of the monsters, which uh, we have control over, the uh, system uh, dictates, I mean, the, the contracts dictate uh, probabilities of, of uh, hatch probabilities. It also is built in, has a uh, function that will create a brand new monster. Uh, there's a very small chance that your breed will create a brand new monster in which uh, the system will randomly generate statistics for and, and, and rarity for. So, and then from that point on, players can discover that newly uh, discovered monster as part of uh, the set of monsters in the game. So, even introducing new monsters is completely decentralized. We don't have the power to introduce a brand new powerful monster that may sway the balance of the game or anything of that nature. It's, it's completely uh, decentralized. So yeah, basic the idea where the world kind of, the monsters build itself and come out. And uh, we may even include the ability to generate a brand new type in, in the future and then add that as a contract by the time we launch. We're still debating over the next few weeks. So what's the, speaking of the launch, what the stage of your development right now? Beta and when's the full release? Um, right now we're, uh, we're trying to uh, build out our alpha. Um, we're planning to release uh, within the next six to seven weeks the uh, actual full game, uh, but we're, we've pretty much completed, I'd say, 90% of the uh, contracts needed to build this game out. We're focusing on building out like the front end and uh, and the application side of how everything will look like. So I, I'd say, yeah, we're about six to seven weeks out from launch and yeah, just tying everything together. Now, your world of Ethereum, obviously, it's based on the Ether. What was your... Tell us about the decision to go with that particular um, blockchain. What what gave that advantages over others? Sure. Um, you know, uh, obviously there's a ton of competing blockchains at this point, but um, we've been working with Ethereum for, let's say, om almost, uh, yeah, like I'd say almost uh, nine to ten months already uh, just building smart contracts out and uh, being really familiar with Solidity, so we figured this is a natural fit. Uh, it also has, like, a pretty big, developer community compared to the other blockchains. So it's a lot easier to get uh, examples and um, code that's actually been audited um, and, and contracts that have been audited that we can kind of use and uh, build off of. So it was kind of a natural decision for us. And just in general, it's the most widespread uh, blockchain, I believe, for, for when it comes to developing smart contracts and actual applications. Um, but yeah, so it's it pretty easy choice for us. What are some of the applications of those smart contracts you've built with functionality or relation to the gameplay? Um, so 
uh, just to clarify, you're asking what have we built in the past or what have we built so far? Uh, what have you built so far? Oh, um, so we've built uh, we built a our presale contract, which uh, we released our presale of the game. So we started selling eggs uh, two weeks ago. So we 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 built that contract out. We've also built out the contract for uh, the monster drop rates um, when hatching an egg. We've built out the contracts for uh, dictating breeding in terms of uh, when you mate a common with a common. What are the what are the probabilities of obtaining an uncommon or a rare monster, so forth. Uh, so we've built the breeding contracts. Um, we've, we have a rough uh, draft of our battling contract, which will dictate like uh, how moves are generated on uh, when, during battles, uh, the actual how a winner is determined, etc. So we've, we're, we've just started um, building that contract out. What are those uh, opening stages like in the battling contract? Um, well, we can't give too much away. Uh, I mean, the only thing we can say is, uh, you know, we're trying to make it so that uh, it's challenging, but it's also, uh, you know, but it's also gives a, a real big advantage to people who have uh, higher uh, battle point monsters. So to give advantage to strong players with stronger monsters while still keeping the game competitive and still giving you excitement in, in terms of not really knowing if you're going to win the, the battle or not. Um so that's that's basically what we're what we've been trying to accomplish with the, the battle contract, but it's loosely based off of uh, your the battle points of the monster you're currently holding uh, when battling, and it will be uh, one versus one for now, where it's uh, one monster versus an- another player's monster. What's your favorite monster, or maybe top three favorite monsters in your group right now? Um, well, the funny thing is we haven't released any uh, any names of any monsters or, or okay. any drawings that. As we want, we, we we want players to be the first to discover them. So uh, the oh, okay. way we built it out is, yes. Yeah, so the way we built it out is the first person to discover or hatch a monster gets uh, his username as credit credited as the person who discovered that monster. And um, and the first discovered monster, you get a gold version of that monster. So uh, so yeah, so that's going to be interesting. So we can't really reveal, but uh, but our favorites are the legendary monsters, as there are uh, very few of them available. So. Um, you know they're gonna have high stats and like as drawing wise they're they look extremely interesting compared to the other monsters. So um, I'm pretty sure the legendaries will be most people's favorites as well. Legendary and gold, you gotta those are like the ultimate combination there. So yeah, yeah. What, yeah. How do you see this developing over uh, the next year or so after the release? Um, I mean, well, a- a- after after the release, we anticipate. Um, eventually, people will introduce new monsters uh, just through probability of uh, of creating a new species. Um, I also see this going further in terms of possible other games on top of uh, that are related to the world of Ether World, which you know we're we're looking into. Uh, and and uh, we're just going to continue building out the application side to make it look more interesting and have more interesting features without uh, without taking away from the actual balance of the gameplay and and collectability that we have. So uh, yeah, that's that's. The other games that you're looking at were would those tie in similarly? Like um, I know in um, in Clash of Clans and those things, they they introduce those those mini games inside. It. Is that what you're talking about, or standalone games, or um, uh, possibly both? Um, you know, main, mainly just uh, we feel like the world of Ether is could be a bigger concept. I mean, the monsters and the planet and and the story we have coming for you guys as well will detail. There's so much more we can do, and, and you know, similar to other games where they have like other possible spin-offs that are related to the that world we we're definitely looking into it um 
possibly outside of just collectibles and, and even further than that. Okay. Especially if the so, Ethereum blockchain develops and there's there's more uh the transactional rate goes up, we can kinda look into building more and more detailed games. For a, a Pokemon player, what's the main draw to this game versus that one? Um well uh, uh, unlike Pokemon I guess uh like monetary value is not really uh, associated with Pokemon because I I don't think they really have a marketplace for trading them as the game generates them uh, as infinitely as you play the game. With ours, uh, you know, the draw will be kind of you're collecting, but now the world gives the monsters a real-world value as opposed to just collecting them for the sake of ha- having every single one. It's going to be more about collecting the rarest, uh, what, and, and people will actually covet the monsters that they've uh, been able to breed and kind of create a more competitive world on that side. And then battles will also have... Uh, more of a feel since you're playing against other players and uh you know there will be a leaderboard and there will be a real sense of progression as you uh play against other players worldwide that's kind of what we're trying to accomplish with the real world value part of it how does that break that down for me how does that translate sure um well the marketplace uh i mean you know when you when you hold a a gold rare and uh, you know i'm not sure what they'll end up going fetching on the marketplace but uh you'll be able to see a real world ethereum value for uh you know in the price in ether for that monster as uh, a marketplace is actually set. Um, so, you know, so actually holding these monsters will, will have some sort of financial, uh, you know, value, like we'll actually have a monetary value of holding these monsters. So uh, collections will actually be, you'll be able to put a, a, a value in, in a currency on your collection as opposed to Pokemon where uh, they don't, they don't allow you to buy and sell monsters. There's no marketplace and, uh, the monsters don't have value as you can just create a brand new account and keep, uh, you know, fighting and generating monsters out, uh, basically infinitely. Where can people find out more? Uh, world of is one way, but, uh, we're obviously going to be posting a lot of this stuff on social media. We have our Twitter, our telegram chat is extremely active. We have hundreds of people on there already just like debating strategies prior to game launch and thinking up of things that even we're, we're shocked up. We, we didn't expect. Um, that's a good place to get information. We also, we're actively moderating that, that chat, so we're always answering questions from, from people. Um, we're also doing an Instagram live um, at the end of this week, uh, early next week, which will uh, on Monday have, yeah. on Monday, which will have uh, our developers answering questions live, and we'll be on Facebook Live, IG Live. Um, we'll be live on Twitter, just taking in um, anyone's questions. We have an event here in oh, New York yeah. City uh, tonight that has 250 people RSVP'd so far. So if you're in New York, come to one of our events. How do they find out about that or find out more about those future events? Through Telegram uh, as well? Or? Our, yeah, our Telegram, subscribe to our mailing list, Twitter. Uh, we, we advertise it everywhere uh, within all of our channels. I mean, you know, um, Instagram, Facebook. Excellent. I'm excited to see how this, this starts out. Maybe I'll get in there and get a legendary gold right away. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, Ram, um, did you, you didn't uh, talk about the pre-sale much. Yeah, the pre- so the pre-sale is currently going on. Um, so players can buy eggs right now. Uh, and uh, with every egg purchase, uh, the price of the the next egg increases by uh, 0.00035 each. So roughly in today's value, like increases about 40 cents uh, per egg purchase. And we, we built it that way in order to keep... Uh, in order to keep the value of the egg high, but also uh, to eventually re- reach some sort of price cap where it's no longer economical to buy an egg from us. You have to buy monsters from other players in order to join the game. Um, okay. So the, the sales still going on, and, and um, I recommend anyone who wants to jump in to purchase an egg early as 
there, there are like a number of benefits to, to purchasing early. One is you'll get to breed first and populate the marketplace with uh, the offspring of your monsters, and and I would imagine that could be a monetary benefit. But also, uh, yeah, you'll have a higher chance of getting one of the gold rares since you'll be amongst the first to hatch. Um, so that's another uh, advantage, as well as the eggs from pre-sale have a slightly higher probability um, for dropping uh, rarer monsters. So And the pre-sale is now until release? Oh. Yeah, until release. Uh, the eggs okay. will continue to be sold post-release, but there will be a, a 15% increase from the last egg sold before we release the game. So um, the eggs will continue to, to rise in price until infinity, pretty much, until no one buys an egg anymore and, and buys the monster. But, uh, but yeah, but buying it in a pre-sale will give you pretty much a 15% discount guaranteed uh, on what an egg price will be afterward. Okay, so get in on that pre-sale now. Yeah. Any... Uh, any more thoughts before we wrap, guys? Um, no, I, I mean, we're just looking forward to putting this game out and seeing the reaction. and Also, looking forward to the space of crypto gaming to, to grow in general. And I think there's a lot of potential for it. And this is only the start. Um, like, once we start tying in smart contracts to other game types, um, it's going to be really interesting to, to just tie cryptocurrency as a reward to games and, and just uh, and also using smart contracts to create a fair and competitive environment. For games so i'm excited excellent well thank you again edward sturm and ram barouette for joining us here with world of ether and thanks listeners for tuning in thanks for having, thanks us. having us the bitcoin ethereum and blockchain super conference is coming to dallas texas february 16 17 and 18 in 2018 if you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto to hear directly from the top minds in this field to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.